Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we will have one song, and then Brian has our announcements. Uh, two more songs, and Thomas has our lesson this evening. Our first song tonight is number 937. I stand in awe, and we got to stand to stand in awe, so please, let's stand for this song. 937. Good evening. We have a few announcements to go over, go over here this evening. A uh, reminder, this Saturday, November 18th at 8.30 is the men's meeting. Uh, this Sunday, the 19th, there will be a teen devotional at Sherry Pittman's house with bonfire, weenie roast, and s'mores after evening services. Uh, Sunday... The 19th is also our special needs contribution and Thanksgiving food drive. And there's also a deacon's meeting on the 19th as well. Uh, Wednesday, November 22nd, just a reminder, due to Thanksgiving uh, holiday, there will be only a Devo next on Wednesday night, no Bible classes. And December 3rd, the teen holiday gift exchange 
after evening services. Where's that at, Derek? Do you know? It's Williams House. Okay, that's at the Williams House. And there is a list out in the foyer if you are needing a ride to church. Uh, now that's getting darker earlier. Uh, sign up on that list and we'll make sure you get a ride. Uh, on the prayer list, uh, remember Jimmy Wilgus, Jim Haney, Jim Martin, and Chuck Davidson. And also add Terrell Spitzer to the prayer list. Uh, she came home from the hospital after an extended stay. Um, she's still very weak and needs our prayers and cards. I also remember Carolyn O'Lynn, Friday Simpson, Roger Pryor, Charlie and Alice Boso, and Trey Davis. Is there any other announcements that need to be made? If not, would you go with me in a word of prayer? Father in heaven, we're thankful for this day, Father, and we're thankful for this opportunity we've have, we have this evening to come here and study from your word. Father, we pray that you'd be with us as we participate in the classes this evening, that we can all gather something from this. Father, we thank you for everything you do for us, Father, and we're so thankful for all the blessings you give us. Father, we're truly a blessed people, and, and help us to not take advantage of that, Father, and, and to do what we can for others. Thank you for everything you do for us, and through Jesus' name I pray, amen. Our next song this evening is on the overhead only, Living Hope. song, uh, I've had some people begging me to do it, so we're going to uh, try it tonight. Living Hope. How great the chasm that lay between us.
last song before our lesson this evening. It's number 839. 839, when all of God's singers get home. <clears throat> What a song of delight and a penny so bright when we walk beneath heaven's fair stars. How the ransom will ring, happy songs in its praise when all God's singers get home. When all God's singers get home, when never a sorrow will come, there'll be no. Have thine own way. Good evening. So tonight, I really want to talk about being all in for Christ. <clears throat> and this means that every single one of our actions is meant to show praise to the Lord. <clears throat> and the first person that I think of whenever I think of somebody in the Bible who's all in, and I'm sure you guys think of the same person, is Paul. So uh, if you turn with me to Acts 20. <clears throat> Acts 20, we're going to start on verse 22. And we've been reading in Acts uh, in the high school class with Derek, and one of these verses really just stood out to me. So Acts 20, and we're going to start in verse 22. So just for background, Paul is going back to Jerusalem where he is absolutely hated by the Jews. And the Jews literally want to kill him. And he's going back in like an effort for evangelism. And the Jews are just mad because he's going around the whole world preaching the gospel. And he goes back to Jerusalem knowing that these Jews want to kill him. So I'll start in verse 22. <clears throat> and now, compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. And this is the verse that I really liked, and it just stood out to me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me 
My only aim is to finish the race and to complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. <clears throat> so it's just the fact that he went in there knowing that, man, these people are going to try to kill me. That is just crazy to me because, you know, we get scared of evangelizing. Like, I get scared of talking to my school friends about Jesus because, one, I'm thinking, I'm just asking a bunch of questions to myself. I'm like, you know, how are they going to think of me? And, like, is this going to make me lose a friend? <clears throat> or, like, what if I say the wrong thing? So what we really need to do is equip ourselves with God's word. And we need to read it, and we need to study it, and we need to go out and tell it. So, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, the fact that some people, you know, they'll never touch a Bible in their entire lives. They'll have access to one, but they won't touch it. The only way that they're going to hear the word is through us, the church. So, you know, we have to put on Christ as our personality. We have to make him our all in order for them to see how good God is. <clears throat> So next, I would like to turn to Matthew 16. And we're going to start in verse 24. And in order to evangelize and put our all in for Christ, we're going to have to sacrifice a lot of things. And... You know, life's going to be hard. So, Matthew 16, verse 24 to 28. <clears throat> Where am I at? Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's, Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. <clears throat> I really want to focus on the idea of taking up our cross. And you might ask, what does that mean? I think of it as living the way that Jesus did. And, you know having those burdens that Jesus had and, you know, being able to carry that cross. <clears throat> so, yeah, that idea of carrying the cross, it's like we're going, we're going through our walk, we've got a cross on our shoulder. And that, it's a heavy cross, but we cannot drop that cross. I, th I like to think of, think of dropping that cross as like falling short, like sinning. And this means that we're going to have to cling to that cross. We're going to have to hold on tight if we want to stay faithful. <clears throat> and we're going to have to do that no matter how hard it gets. Which leads me to my next point. Uh, we're going to have to stay consistent whenever we're carrying that cross. So a lot of the times we hear of like the lukewarm Christian, you know, they'll come to They'll come to church Wednesday, Sunday, and then they'll go back home and, you know, live the way that they did before church. 
And I, I see myself getting caught up in that a lot. But the thing is, we can't just carry that cross only on Sunday and Wednesday. We have to carry it throughout the whole week. So we have to be consistent about it. <clears throat> and we're going to have to carry it no matter where we're at. Like I said, it's so easy to carry it here because we're surrounded by all these other Christians. And it can get tough, you know, at uh, school. It can get tough at your job because you're surrounded by those people and, you know, you get nervous. And my next point, <clears throat> say you drop that cross. Like, what's, what's going to happen? Like, oh, the cross slipped. Slipped out of my hands. So God actually lets us, he'll, he'll let us repent. Except we have to be sorry for, you know, sinning. And he'll forgive us for dropping that cross, and he's going to let us, he's going to let us pick it, pick it back up and carry it and keep on walking. And that's just the great thing about God. So, uh, if you would, turn a few pages over to Matthew 19. And I know this story is told a lot, but I really think it's like, the perfect description of how we get to heaven. So, Matthew 19, and we're going to start in verse 16. Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? he inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother, mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? If you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Man, I like... I feel like we relate to the rich young ruler so much and we don't really realize it because we look at him and we're like, why, why isn't he selling his possessions? I feel like we do the same thing. So in our walk, we're going to have to give up things to actually put our all into Christ. So the rich young ruler is similar to us because we prioritize our material possessions over, you know, what actually matters. And, you know, to be a Christian, we have to go the extra mile and actually put our all into Christ. So, and I think it said this in Matthew 16, but I really want to touch on uh, losing our life here. And, you know, gaining eternal life. So, if we give up these material possessions, then we're going to gain such a greater reward in heaven. And it honestly, it sounds like such a no-brainer, but still we struggle with it. Because <clears throat> we're so attached. And also, back to carrying our cross... So say we've got all these material possessions in our hands. We don't, we don't have room for a cross. 
We can't grow a third arm so we can carry the cross. We have to clear up both of our hands so we can carry it. So we have to drop what we prioritize here, and we have to cling to what is good. <clears throat> so another thing that I want to say is that we have to make Christ our personality. And pretty much a lot of the times people tell me that, you know, I, I talk about the gym too much because it's something that I like obsess over and you know people started telling me that and I'm like I don't want people to think of me that way <clears throat> so whenever I first talk to somebody that I've never met uh, you want them to think like oh man that guy loves the Lord now they might say, like, whenever I first meet them, they might be like, oh, man, that's one good-looking guy. And they might, they might be right. They might be right. But we, we don't want that. We don't want that, even though it might be true. But <clears throat> we need our godly personality to outshine our other personalities. <clears throat> so... We have to put our all into him so that it shines out to others. So tonight, if you haven't put your all into Christ and you want to or you want to get baptized, then tonight is the perfect opportunity. You know, our time here is so limited and it can be gone in an instant. So if you haven't already or you just need the prayers of the congregation, please come forward as we stand and sing.
Would you pray with me? Dear Lord, I thank you for today, and I thank you for the lesson that was presented to us, and for Thomas for presenting it. Father, I ask that you would let us have a great class this evening, and let us take those lessons that we learn and apply it to our lives. And Father, we ask that you would be with those in Ukraine and Israel, and allow those wars to end soon. Be with those on the sick list, and those only you know the name of, and in your son's name we ask this prayer. Amen.